It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Born ready. <coughs> Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. I'm Drew with Mo. Yo. And Moo Cow Rich. I'm bringing the bull. Moo Cow. No Danny How's this going, week. Joe? It's going well. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. We're not PC. Whatever you celebrate. <laughs> well, there is, I mean, there's another, a couple other uh, holidays that are going on right now. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that takes away from also saying Merry Christmas. Let's be fair about right. that. Yeah. Well, it's more trying not to be a dick than attacking Christmas. You know, mm. you know who's not a dick? Cigar noise. noise. Yeah. (laughs) As we tell you every week, cigar noise. You should be on there. That's where all the cool kids are at, or some of them at least. Quite a large number of cool kids. (laughs) Yeah. We should. um, You are listening to. We should should play the cigar cigar noise noise boys uh, opening when we bring up. That was sponsored by Scarlet. We can probably, uh, we can probably fit that in. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get over that opening. (laughs) Boys! Boys! (laughs) (laughs) Question. Here's a question. How hammered was Dom, a.k.a. Cigar Analogies, when, when he opened it up like that? Ooh. Either too hammered or not hammered enough. I'm really not sure. We'll have to ask for next week for them. You think it would have been more melodic had he uh, no. had a few more in him? <laughs> kind of monotone? <laughs> not at all. Dom, we kid. Those are great guys. Give them a listen. TLE podcast. Every week. If you're not listening to those two podcasts, you are missing out. Yes. Not to take away from the other variety of podcasts. There are so many good cigar podcasts these days and so many bad cigar podcasts these days. Yeah. And I want to let's take a minute to recognize the one and only rebar. Now, Danny was on there last week, I believe it was, as a guest. That's true. And Danny began to talk about Sultans of Smoke. And the gentleman who, or one of the hosts of One and Only Rebar, said the Sultans of Smoke is one of the only other cigar podcasts I'll listen to, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yes, sir. If you need your Danny fix, the One and Only Rebar has you this week. Yep. They had a great opening. Did you see Danny dancing on that French Montana all the way up song? Oh, man, it took like 12 seconds before he got ignorant. It was great. Oh, yeah, he got, he was waving and So one thing to throw in there real quick. If these are podcasts that you like, one thing that I will recommend, because I think people are not doing this, is subscribing to those podcasts right through your podcast app or something else. Because... Yeah. Um, what what I see happening is somebody will mention something, right? And then the listens might go up a bunch. But a lot of the time, those are the same people that are listening. They're just waiting to know it's new. So if you don't subscribe to those podcasts, go ahead and do that. And then it'll notify you when something comes in. You don't have to think. 
And I don't like to think. Make it easy. Work work smarter, not harder. <laughs> well, can I shit, I'm not sure what you say that I do then. Yeah. Pod, pod, <laughs> podcast smarter, not harder. Uh, so our, our original <laughs> idea... Our, uh, our original idea for this week was to do a little, uh, little get to know Drew segment, but <laughs> Drew, but why aren't we? What, there's other plans. We can't, there div- are other can't, plans. can't divulge that until they divulge it. <laughs> it's in the Somewhere, works. Somehow. It is in the works. Drew. We've been talking. Right. Tell us. Like, like the Sultan cigars, they're in, in the works. This is uh, actually in the works, though. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the cigars are, too, but this is more in the works than the cigars are. Well, the cigars are done. They've yeah. been done. They've been done. <laughs> yeah. Get to where they're going. Yeah. Anyway. You know what else has been done? Yet. What? The new age increase. Oh, well, that went down real quick. <laughs> Tell us about it, Drew. That's like getting walked in on right there. What is it yeah. going to going to twenty one in September? Is that correct? Well, unknown. Unknown exact size. Okay, I've so heard September the, or something, but yeah. So the included in the latest uh, spending bill that for, that came through Congress got signed by the president. All good to go, right? It says that the tobacco purchase age is going to be increased to 21. And what it did was it's regu- or it, it, um, it asked the FDA, they got told to do this, to create a rule that makes that change. So the change has not happened yet. It will not happen until the FDA rule goes into place. Right? The FDA has 180 days to write their rule. And then after that, there's a, like a 90-day window where people can comment on it and then it can uh, go into effect. So if they take that entire time, then it's somewhere around September. Interesting. So, yeah. There's also quite a few unknowns around it right now. So one thing I've seen a lot of is like, so a 19-year-old cigar shop employee, will they be able to work at a cigar shop? Can they sell cigars? Oh, uh, and the yeah. answer is we have no idea until the rule comes out. So what we should do, since there's been no resistance at all to any of this anywhere, is when the rule comes out, we all need to read it and send our comments in with how it should be changing, right? The 21 thing, the FDA can't change that. But everything around it, right, however they're going to enforce it and all that stuff, that's all stuff that, that they have, like, a choice about. And we can influence that potentially. Yeah, because if it's the same as, like, alcohol, I mean, you can't, a minor can't serve alcohol and stuff, too. You have to be 20, 21 to be like a bartender and whatnot. Yeah, and I don't know how much they leave to the states either. Well, true. Wow. Yeah, that could differ in every state. My bad. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. I know that in Wisconsin, if you're, if you're a minor and your parents are okay with you drinking alcohol with them, they're allowed to serve you if they choose to. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't know what anybody else does. I did not know that. And Drew, who was that question by? That's a... Uh... <laughs> you asshole. 
V cute. V cute. <laughs> Him and Mape. Now, he also he also in that question had mentioned that there are a couple guys at his local cigar shop that are under twenty one that are big time cigar guys. Yeah. Full time college what? students working part time jobs want to smoke cigars. <laughs> yep. Now here's the thing. Oftentimes, we have said on this podcast, oh, 21, how many under 21-year-olds really smoke cigars? I still stand by that. It's few and far between. But if there is a kid that is out there and he's like 20 years old and really into cigars, like, that dude's legit. Or that girl's legit. Because nobody else their age is doing that. Yeah, it's not because it's cool. Right. So but one thing that's also not clear is if they can like, so, so maybe they can't buy cigars, but can they consume cigars? Unclear, unknown. Oh yeah. So like if I'm 20 right now and I want to somehow accumulate cigars to get me through this period, is that allowed? We don't know yet. And we won't know until it's too late. So you're saying they get, I mean, they're 20, they buy them up now. Or they're nineteen. They buy them now, right? And then they I mean, smoke them when who's they're really going to go stop you at that point. Yeah, I mean, realistically, if if I'm if I'm nineteen, that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, if you're listening to us and you're hearing this, <coughs> stock up your humidor because it might be coming. Well, this the hard part is most of them can't. Most of them can't. If the guy's working a part-time job to subsidize his cigar habit, he can't go stock up on anything. No, probably not. He's hand to mouth. Probably so. Probably so. But I don't know. At at least then, you know, you could have a source for them somehow. If if a retailer won't sell them to you, you could find a way to get them, which is true anyway. (laughs) Let's be fair here. Yeah. But if nobody's going to stop you from actually smoking them, I mean, that's that's not as bad. Well, how are they going to stop you? I mean, that's been true forever. Many of uh, 16 and probably under... (laughs) kids drink alcohol every day (laughs) yeah yes indeed or smoke weed or whatever yeah they do that that's legal man kids these days man kids these i was smoking cigars at 17 so this would be me (laughs) so you're the poster child of why they're going to 21 that's probably why (laughs) but it was illegal at 17 and i was doing it so Thank, uh, thanks, thanks to Jeff. So what do you guys think about the the fact that there's been no resistance of any kind from anyone about Tobacco Twenty One? Well, look, I think we talked about. I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum. I mean, it's to the point where it's almost like whatever. But um, these, yeah, I mean, they start with one thing and they keep going. I think a lot of us ultimately felt like it wasn't going to really hurt that bad. I think that that was a bad way to look at it. Um, you know, you start taking a little bit at a time. It, it, it's not good for anybody. But It's just one of those deals where most people feel like, oh, let them have this, and then they won't take yeah. the other stuff. That's the theory from Big Tobacco. <sighs> But yeah, if they get this, they're going to keep going for more shit because <laughs> they're like, oh, nobody's going to yeah. push back. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Which if they crack down on 
let's just say cigars in general, all the tax money that they're getting from that, isn't that affecting the government and all too? Mm-hmm. Have have they surely someone has looked at that and been like, hey, if we do this, we're gonna lose X amount of dollars. Yeah. Probably so. Do you know I, I learned this the other the other day. Do you know the main cause that allowed prohibition to go into effect? I didn't know this. I didn't what know, but I bet you're that? about to tell us. It was the fact that they enacted an income tax in the United States. Because alcohol sales were previously 70% of federal tax money. Holy cow. Uh, so as soon as they uh, had an income tax, now they didn't need that money anymore, and they could do prohibition. Oh, so they got rid of it. Bro, listen. There's no moral shit. This ain't about kids. No, it's, it's not. It's always about money. <laughs> well, that's what well, I'm wondering, where they're, where they're getting their money. If they're cutting out... Uh, look... Uh, I know we say it's few and far between 18 to 21 year olds, but they're still spending money. So now they're lo- yeah. you're you're pin- pigeonholing yourself into losing money. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah, well now they're going to go smoke legal marijuana. That's, That's probably, probably true actually. <laughs> right? But then what do okay. you do what do you do uh like all the other stuff that the FDA is talking about without getting into all of it? It's it's going to limit tobacco, cigars in general. They're going to lose money. Yeah. Potential, yeah. I mean, look, man. Uh, there have been... I mean, if you just take S-chip, every cigar that comes into this country is 41 or 42 cents, right? 41 and a half, 42 cents. And every single cigar. So if General, Altadis... Okay, because look, man, we, we, we all smoke boutique stuff and whatever, but none of the boutique brands are market drivers, okay? The market drivers are JR, CI, Thompson, General, Tadis, Swisher. Swisher, yeah. Okay. So, Altria, whatever. So, man, you like, dude, that's a lot. So, if, let's say that. They're cutting their production down by a few million cigars a year each. That's a, it sounds like a lot, but it's really not. Yeah, it's a drop in the bucket. Yep. It's a lot in cigar, premium cigar industry terms. But in the terms of Uncle Sam, it ain't shit. No, that's nothing. But this 21 thing doesn't surprise me. And I've long had these discussions with people about delayed maturity, especially since social media and all that has become so fucking prevalent. But if you if you go back, man, and and, and not only social media, but also the levels of education of the people um, that have gone to school, because for whatever education you're receiving in college, you're also staying immature, essentially, for an extra four years. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Real world experience wise, right? And so you're, so whereas like previous generations would finish high school, be able to get a good job, make a living, and the real world hit them at eighteen. Yeah, it's different now. If you're if you're going to college, man, or whatever, like you're living in a bubble for another extra four years. So you're coming out at twenty two, you know, whatever years old out of college. 
And you're not as mature as 18-year-olds or 17-year-olds from like 20 or 30 years before you. It's just different. I think it depends a little bit too. Are you are you working your way through college? Are you riding the loan program? Your parents paying for it? Right? What's your what's your life experience there? To me, man, regardless of any of that, and it's not. Listen, we all went to we all graduated college degrees, so it's not like I'm putting down people that go to college. But regardless of that, it's the attitude. Yeah. Right. It's it's not. It's that mindset. It's the pri- being able to prioritize and be be mature about stuff. But if you that's know? the case, I didn't hit that till like thirty. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, well, actually, yeah. it might still be out there. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and then you know, there's that. So, are the so I don't think. I That's not so uncommon either, having to go way beyond that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But there, but but look, man, there are a lot of people now, like at our age, like in their mid, anywhere from like early to, to mid to late 30s, that kind of, like you'll see kind of people regress in a way in terms of maturity. Yeah. Yeah, they do. You know? It's interesting. So is this smoking age across the board? Yeah, it's all tobacco. Cigarettes. What about vape? Is that included? Uh, Did you hear? I'm uh, not you... sure, but I would assume so because that was like the whole point. Nicotine? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think it said anything about weed, but I may not have looked for that either. <laughs> well, it's, it's... But I guess it, it doesn't matter, though, because it's illegal at a federal level. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. So it wouldn't say anything about it. No, because the state's still doing that. Right. But yeah, I guess in some states you'll be able to smoke weed but not tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> right? Fucking like, unreal. That's what well, yeah, say it happens in September. Here in Oklahoma you will be able to. Illinois too, right? Yeah. Wow. And in Illinois, well, didn't, didn't the mayor of Chicago or somebody say that they could smoke weed in cigar shops? Yes. Yes. How, she what do you is, think she, of that? She is trying to... I think it's fucking insane. <laughs> I think it's absolutely fucking stupid. But you can smoke cigarettes in there, right? Uh, Technically. Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't mean that the, the yeah, proprietor couldn't say you can't. Yeah, of course. But if someone's like, well, it's legal. Who gives a shit? It's fucking ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Mo's got I some, think you're going to see some, some shops say go for it and other shops say not a chance. If it's a head shop or a hookah, a hookah lounge or um, yeah. a glass top type place that has a little seating area, sure. But I'll tell you what, Casa de Monte Cristo, Island Reese, Up Down, Biggs Mansion, I'm going to tell you to get the fuck out. Well, come yeah, on, probably. but how many people are coming in there to, with weed to smoke? You would be surprised at Seriously? how many people smoke weed. No, but would come in there and fire up? No, no. Well, I mean, I don't know. Well, that's true. I don't know. I know a ton of people smoke pot, so. Oh, yeah. And probably more than you'd even expect. Oh, yeah. And look, I, I know that I may seem biased. I've literally never smoked weed in my life. 
Yeah, same. So here. I'm not trying to. I'm not. If that's your thing, man, that's your thing. I'm not judging you, but don't come fucking <laughs> tell me that something that literally impairs your judgment and your mind is better for you than a fucking cigar. Because I can be on the road driving and smoking my cigar and no one... In fact, people might be safer. Okay? Because <laughs> you're chill? Yeah. <laughs> but if I'm smoking weed and I'm driving, that's a problem. I think it's like anything else, though, right? Be responsible about how you do it, just like alcohol. I don't give a shit. Yeah. need to get a chip company sell to <laughs> sell next door to all the head shops <laughs> yeah Drew getting a yeah. distributorship yeah free Frito yeah Frito Lay make your money uh, some giant warehouse uh, it's like a 70,000 square foot warehouse just went in well it, the warehouse has been there but literally down the street from where I walk, uh, work about a block, two blocks, uh, and we haven't been able to figure it out if it's they're actually it's a grow house or we've heard rumors that it's just like a supply warehouse for like growers, or that you can actually like lease out a space to grow your own pot. But mm. anywho, it's it's like a block down the street, two blocks, and uh, from where I work, and it's those great. guys are going to be rolling in cash. Oh, dude. Whatever it is, yes, they are. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice cow. Rolling in cash. Yeah, bro, we just set up food carts by dispensaries oh, all over man. the country. What was it? Uh, so, right when weed became Sultans legal. of Shawarma. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Some Girl Scout set up her cookie stand. Yeah. Right one of the yeah. first weed dispensaries. Brilliant. And got, like, national news coverage for her, for her smart business choice. Yeah. Yeah, well, what again? <laughs> When's the uh, patina weed infused cigar coming out? <laughs> well, we've—I've talked to you guys about this. Yeah. I've been <laughs> approached a few times about doing a CBD infused cigar from people that were getting into the CBD business, and I was just like, "No, it ain't gonna fucking happen." Man, JSK jumped on that though, and they're—they seem to be pretty popular they could have it <laughs> that's legit yeah i got a couple of those now that i gotta try yeah some blunt and Rissy's, i mean Rissy's a great guy don't get me wrong he makes good cigars i just that's just not my thing just not your your niche <sighs> no but it kind of goes along with his though yeah. You know. Sure. Is He's there somebody who seems to have had a pretty good year? Yeah. JSK is getting more and more out there, and the CBD stuff seems, seems to be catching on. Hmm. That's that stuff's growing exponentially, though. With all the it's amazing with all the pot CBD and stuff is too. There are some people you'll talk to. My doctor just told me, because I went in for my checkup that I do every year, and he goes, I'm like, what do you think about, like, the CBD cream? Like, because I have, like, 
and I had knee surgery and like my joints and stuff like that. But, and I heard it. It helps, right? So he said, yeah. he says it's all bullshit, right? That's what he said. But then you'll talk to some guys in doctors included. I mean, there's some legit medicinal properties to this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, it's a drug that all the marketing strikes me as like, there's probably something to this, Yeah. but they're overblowing the shit out of what it's Yeah. It's yeah. Not, Everything starts that way, right? Tobacco, they said, was was this wonder drug mm-hmm. back in the 1600s. It's fucking not a wonder drug, right? Like those those fat burning things back in the day that just made you shit a lot. Yeah, <laughs> remember those? <laughs> yeah, like, remember hydroxycut? No, that stuff was good. <laughs> there's, there's something to a lot of this stuff, but that doesn't mean it does everything. It'll kill you, but right. it'll it'll burn the fat yeah. right off. It'll <laughs> burn the fat right off. <laughs> <laughs> Leave your bony. Oh man. <laughs> what else we got, Drew? Um I do hey, it's not C B D, but I do have some stuff for you for your knees that's gonna be amazing. Pads? <laughs> no. <laughs> you went there, not me. <laughs> no, uh man, so it's this product and I'm we're not sponsored yeah. by them. But uh I've been buying their <laughs> shit. I'm sponsored by anybody. <laughs> it's cigar noise and nothing. I'm, I, I, well, I've been buying their shit forever. Um, so they yeah. started in the rock climbing business uh, right. to like repair up your hands from chalk and stuff, tearing them up all day. Mm-hmm. And the stuff's amazing. It really is for for cuts and, and and stuff like that. And I used it like weightlifting, powerlifting, and stuff back in the day. But they branched out and started doing more things. Well, they have a like a muscle ointment that they use uh, or yeah. sell now. So I bought it when we when we went to Germany, and I I'd never tried it. It's new, and uh, mm-hmm. dude threw it on just the bottom of my feet, like at night. Mm-hmm. Would wake up more in the morning feeling freaking amazing. And my my wife used it a, a few times, and she said she could legit tell the days that uh, she had used it and not used it. Mm-hmm. But I've been using it on my shoulder too, man, for my shoulder surgery and all. Oh, it's it's great. All can natural. Can we order this? Organic. Like? Yes, you can. Send me a link. I will do that. Look, all the help I can get. Dude, it's it's been great. Seriously, I use it on my knees, my lower back. I had that bulging disc and stuff, so mm-hmm. it's been awesome. Bulging what? Yeah. <laughs> I have a bul- bulging disc. Herniated <laughs> How disc. How are you getting spiritual over there? Yeah. <laughs> Not tonight. That comes after this. Uh, you got you got the family in town? No, I'm I'm out of town. Oh, you're family. out of town with the family. No wonder. <laughs> yeah, well, I got I got bourbon. I'm good. <laughs> uh, uh, so hold on, let, let me yep. point out one thing. I'm yep. not saying your product works or doesn't work. This has nothing to do with your product. I do want to point out though that the placebo effect even works if you know it's a placebo. Just going to point that out. Mm. Yeah. Thanks, Kyle. So just saying. I've look. I've tested some. I've used some of that CBD stuff, mm-hmm. and even like like my back and stuff. And it it seemed to like mm, help a little, I say, but it was like short lived. Like it's like taking it a leave, bro. Yes, that's exact. But it was like two hours later, and it's like back to normal. And yes. it's like, well, take some more. I just spent a hundred. Well, no, no, I had the cream or ointment or whatever. But dude, it's like. You know, I don't know, eighty bucks, hundred bucks. I was like, this is a fucking ripoff. <laughs> does it have? Does it have a smell to it? Uh, no. 
No, nothing really. We need somebody to talk about CBD to us so we understand it. <laughs> and I don't know much yeah. more about it beyond that. I've heard it's really good for sleep. Uh, my my wife does some CBD gummies every now and then when she yeah I've heard they're good. She's got major sleep problems, but uh, it'll freaking knock her out. She'll do like half a gummy even, and she can sleep then. That's the only positives I've ever heard to CBD is sleep stuff. I am no expert. I know people will bitch and whatever about what we say, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, do everything. People time. are going to run to the stores because the Sultans of Smokes have to try CBD. I've never even tried it. They'll just bitch because our information's wrong. So uh, They should be used to that by yeah, now. Yeah, <clears throat> we're not experts. I have no idea. It's a miracle drug. Uh, so speaking of, we uh, we had a good discussion today, and and I'm gonna, I'm gonna let our listeners in on this because ultimately it's about them. We were talking about ways of how we wanted, or even if we did want to, grow this podcast, right? Yeah. And. There is something about, I'm not just, maybe I am just saying this because it's us. <laughs> maybe. But I really feel like we're the people's podcast. Yeah, so do I. I mean, that's not to put down anybody. I mean, I have great respect for podcasts all across every industry. I mean, there are some people doing amazing things, including within cigar industry podcasts. And that's not to take anything away, but yeah, we're not professional at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, our new tagline. Uh, that's that's a good marketing. Yeah, we are not professional. Uh, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Please listen to us, and and maybe that's what makes it us. And if that's going to be a hundred listeners, five hundred listeners, five listeners, five thousand listeners. I'm okay with that. Cool. I don't know. No, I mean, I think there's there's something where it's like anything else, right? If you try to grow it, do you lose the thing you have, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that craft beer faces. It's oh, the same yeah. thing that some of these small cigar companies face. As soon as you try to grow it, can you keep the quality? Can you keep what it was? Can you keep what brought people to the table to start? Yeah. And I don't know if we could or not. I don't know. Because if you get not really trying, so that's probably yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, this is, <laughs> as much as anything, the Sultan's podcast is really us having an opportunity to talk with each other. Yes. And hang out. And people get to listen to us. <laughs> it's, it's so, a, you know, it's really cool. It's a boutique is I podcast. A, a pretty good number of messages about the topics that we talk about or, you know, follow up on this or curious about that. And I think that that's really cool because it's like a conversation then. Sort of yeah. Beyond yeah. the conversation. Which is what we wanted it to be in the So keep sending those beginning. messages, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's, there's no bigger compliment when then somebody tells you, man, you guys were talking about this, and I just wanted to, I forgot that it's not live, or I'm not there with you to sit, you know, and um, that's pretty cool. I love that. I love that. 
So anyway, that's that. That. Yeah. That is that. Drew, what was the tagline? We're not We're professional not at all. <laughs> dot 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 at all. Yeah, I like that. Except what do we got? I mean, it's it's only sort of true though, right? Because Mo, you are professionally into cigars. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Uh, we got a couple here. Who is this? Cigar analogies? Yep, Dom. Cigar? Cigar noise, baby. <laughs> El Dandy Cubano just sent me a message that says, is it too late for one more question? I can't respond to him, but no, it's not too late. <coughs> he won't hear that. He won't hear it. What? Respond to him. You can't? I, I can. I don't have headphones tonight. I'm just standing here with my phone. Oh. What was the question? Yeah, just I don't know. It. He said, can I send one more question? Just if he message, sends it, I'll get it. Just message him back and say, yeah. Okay, here we go. If not, can we get an update on the Sultan Stogies? There it is. <laughs> oh, oh, we didn't, didn't make the cutoff. Yeah, didn't make it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, old Andy. Um, drinkers on the show, what's the best elixir to spike hot cocoa with? I said no, I said nothing earlier because you can't you can't get any better than hot chocolate or coffee by itself. Yeah, I think the only answer <laughs> for hot cocoa that I'll come up with is peppermint schnapps, um, because you have to put in not enough that you get that like artificial schnapps flavor, but enough that you get the peppermint flavor. Because uh, peppermint and hot cocoa is pretty pimp. Yeah. And then, and then I followed it with, what what cigar do you pair that with, Cal? <laughs> Eat fucking nothing. That's that's a horrible pairing. Don't don't smoke a cigar with peppermint. So <laughs> we need to ask him back. What what does he pair his? Uh, well, hot cocoa would go about anything, but not, yeah, cocoa. Not with peppermint cigar. schnapps. <laughs> yeah, don't don't drink schnapps and smoke a cigar. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Well, so I have some hazelnut schnapps that would go good with a cigar. That might could work. Um, do some research for us, Drew. Oof. No, so, so I've tried. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> I, I've tr- I've tried. Uh, uh, was it like Bailey's and coffee and stuff? Ooh, yeah, dude, Bailey. I can't stand Bailey's warm. It's disgusting to me. Dude, if you're doing coffee, they'll put some bourbon in that coffee. Uh, I'm kind of a puss when it comes to bourbon. and. <laughs> but it's like in coffee. Yeah, I guess. I just like my coffee by itself, dude. Black. That's legit. That's awesome. <clears throat> have, have coffee with a bourbon chaser. Yeah, that's and then what a cigar. I, yeah. Okay. Uh, what is this? Who, who is this? <laughs> J M. Who is this? Mo will know. Oh, what does it say? I don't know. <laughs> the, the name is right there. It, <laughs> it's not DQ. It's not Mape. No. Uh, what's your favorite guilty pleasure cigar? Which oh. then they, they said it wrong. That you is trash, but in a pinch, you'll smoke. Oh, man. 
got to be like a Roma Craft. Um, <laughs> Anything by Roma? Since since Danny's not here, uh, you you know what you know what I'll say because I smoke these probably all the time. Rustica. Yep. <laughs> yep. Do you think that's actually trash though, or does that's it just fit trash like a are. niche in your palate? Come on, though. It's like a. I don't know if it's trash, but it's pretty low on the totem pole. Mm. I don't know. My my arguments, I guess, would be if you enjoy it, why are you calling it trash? And I, and I wouldn't do that in a pinch either. I would just uh, smoke it any time. <laughs> I've, I've always found that I'm able to... Like if I'm in a in a bind or uh, sometimes like if if you're offered a cigar by somebody and none of what they've offered is along the lines of what you prefer to smoke, I've always found that going lighter is typically safer. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. to me, yes, because to me, there is nothing more disgusting than a poorly done Maduro. Well, yeah. That's fair. So that would be my answer to that. I don't have a specific cigar, but when in a bind, I typically try to do something lighter. You, you know what I am? I'd rather have no flavor than bad flavor. The real answer to what I do in a pinch is <laughs> I've just learned. I always, literally always have cigars with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always. Just avoid the problem. Yes. I've gotten to that point too. That's because that that pinch <laughs> if it does I mean you show up at somebody's house and they're having, you know, a pool party or something, you're like, oh a cigar would be nice and they're like, Oh, I got one for you. And then they come the out with fuck something you do. This, something <laughs> you have literally never heard and it's like <laughs> oh my God. If I've never heard of it. <laughs> Not even the brand. If you've never heard of the brand, it's probably not good. Okay, so let me say this. Now, there are a lot of people that have never heard of patina. And I always wonder if, like, someone's at a party or whatever and they bring patinas. (laughs) They're like, what the fuck is this guy giving me? What is this shit? But I think you can can tell, Don't you have any cohubas from the beach? Yeah. (laughs) The glass top. Uh, And to add to what Drew's saying, if it's a brand that none of us have ever heard of, like our level of nerd, yeah, chances are. (laughs) It it was in a uh, Cigar of the Month club. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's never where anybody unloads any seconds. Mm -mm. Terrible. Carry cigars with you. <laughs> and the best advice. I'm serious. I have a little three three cigar. Uh, I don't know. It's a Opus case. So worst yeah. case is I've got three with me <laughs> at all yeah. times. If not, I have several different like Zycar, uh hard cases. This is crap from the retro hail. <laughs> Go on. 
Well, Mo had already answered him. I believe this is Mo's email back. He would like to know if he's a master blender. Oh, I sent him that. Oh. And I said no, and we couldn't talk about it. Yep, so that's done. <clears throat> Danny sent who can bench more, me or him. But that's from Tyler, right? That's the retro hail, too. Yeah. But can you outbench Tyler? I don't know what he can bench. I messaged him to try to find out, but he did not respond to that. I put up 405 a couple of years ago with my ex-wife spotting me for a couple reps. <clears throat> that's all it. Right, we'll find out. That's all I got. To be continued. 405. Do we want to get into the other one from uh, G-Fizzle? We want to wait for uh, Danny. Yeah. I, I think it's a good question. Yeah, we could do it both. That's one let's, of those. Let's not forget it. Let's do it. <clears throat> okay. G Fizzle. If you had to spend your afterlife in hell, what two people would it be with and why? You are stuck with those two forever. Now, I have some like questions about the question. It can be any two people, or does it have to be, like, shitty people? <laughs> Bro, we're all no. going to hell. Well, first of all, <laughs> the way he the way he, took, the way he spun it was people that would be badass to hang out with. Well, yes. And we can all read his answers after we're done, but who wants to go first? So here's my answer. I assume that the three of us would be doing this podcast in hell, <laughs> broadcast to hell, <laughs> as a form of torture for at least some people. That would no, be good. Honestly, be really funny. That would be good. If I was gonna, so, if I was gonna piggyback onto your answer like I normally do, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's a good answer. I'll take that one. I would also say, sorry, Danny, but it would have to be uh, Mo and Cal. The OGs. Oh, this, paints, this paints Mo into a hard corner. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, fuck Marty you guys. Also, I mean. <laughs> He's uh, going to say Mape and be cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to ask Mape is, what is this street parking thing that he's all about? Have you guys seen this on his uh, Yeah, I don't know what it is. It, you know, street parking to me means like, you're going somewhere. There's no parking lot designated for that establishment. You park on the street. Maybe you're going to have to give us that explanation. Does he mean like street parking like in his neighborhood? Yeah, they like hang out or something. Oh. Yeah. It's so, something. Uh, it's like a. It's like an activity? I guess. We don't know? Some sort of neighborhood club. Oh. I've never <laughs> heard of that either. And back when I lived in, in, the, in the poor areas of Mississippi, the cool thing to do was you'd pile up in a car and you'd all drive to the car wash and it'd be all kinds of people in their cars sitting at the car wash doing nothing but smoking shit, drinking shit, hanging out. So maybe it's that. <coughs> Street parking. Give us some more details. Is that Mape? Yeah. Yeah, it's Mape. Mape. Give us some details, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, well, Remember, with, with all due respect to you guys, yeah. Um, figuring it's hell, you're gonna probably need a little muscle. So I, I'd probably try to find Al Capone, 
Oh, that's a good idea. Or somebody, you know, you know, I mean, you, you don't want anybody to think you're some punk bitch. Um, <clears throat> you got to figure most rich people would be down there. Um, but I'm gonna go with you guys. <laughs> we're we're not rich or Al Capone. <laughs> no. Yeah, because I first of all, I would hope to God that my family's not there. So you know. Um, right. So yeah, I guess you guys closest thing. <laughs> just not fucking saying much. Everyone's like, "Damn, <laughs> 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 poor bastard." Oh. <laughs> uh, so he says. Wait, hold on. On the first day in hell, is it like prison where you gotta like check kick it. somebody's ass? Oh, it might be, huh? Except you always lose, and they somehow always lose too. The <laughs> <laughs> so lose lose. So he said he would be with uh, Rick James and Charlie Sheen. So uh, of course Rick. You got to read his reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, you just cool your tits. I got no patience. <laughs> Rick James, the party leader, womanizer, all races and types, entertainer. Charlie Sheen, same thing. However, he'll add that white boy wasted fun shit. He said, uh, Marla, uh, me and Charlie be down there fucking with all the new entrants. <laughs> and then he says, uh, <laughs> sorry, I was, I was reading it. <laughs> He said, uh, this is the reason I try to live my life right for heavenly afterlife. Knowing my luck, I'll get down there and be stuck with Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. If you use this question, don't fuck up the delivery. Too late. Sorry. Sorry. And you'll have us to enjoy in hell fucking up the delivery. Better believe it. That's what we strive to do. The sultans of sulfur down there. Oh, cow. Speaking of fucking things up, did the curse end? Or are we about to see uh, Room 101 go down? (laughs) (laughs) We need background on this. One of you guys has to talk about it. About to witness. Well, first of all, okay, so let's just start by this. And Dan. I don't want this to come back to Danny. I don't want Matt Booth to get pissed at Danny for not full disclosure <laughs> or lack of full disclosure <laughs> about our track record. But I will say this. Well, historically, we've had a pretty bad track record of people getting basically they're in the cigar industry. But <laughs> not in the cigar industry shortly after coming on our podcast in whatever capacity they were in. I mean, we even got a retailer that literally got out of the business about a month after coming on our podcast. Yeah. That's when, you know, you got some serious curse issues, but our latest two case studies, one being Erica from TLE, Irican, now with Robina, and now kicking ass with TLE. Okay. 
And Matt Booth has had a really nice year, and I think he's looking to build on that in 2020. So did we reverse it? I don't know. But it's looking pretty good. Maybe. I don't know. It's a tough tough one, though, right? Because Cornelius and Anthony kind of fell apart there. And the fact that Erica (laughs) came out ahead is because Erica's fucking awesome. So I don't know. We'll see. It's been a while since we've had guests, though. Yep. Maybe that snaps it. They were afraid of the curse. (laughs) They did not know about the curse. (laughs) Afraid of the curse. But yeah, I do think this is probably. I would be. I would be flabbergasted if everyone fell apart. It's a very suburban word. (laughs) Suburban word. (laughs) But it's it's not going to happen. He's not getting out of the industry (laughs) in the next couple of months. Not after he just hit Cigar Aficionado Top 25, right after being on our show. Ooh, congratulations. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He got hit number 22 on there. Not and bad. it's funny because as much as I love to hate that list, and I think it's utter trash most of the time personally, uh, I still get excited when things get on there that I like because go them. Yeah. So. Props to Matt Booth. Yeah. I, look, whatever you want to say about Cigar Aficionado's list, it was more legit than some of these other fucking lists I've seen. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I mean, people get on Cigar Aficionado for being, you know, biased. But, but Yeah. But so are a lot of these other motherfuckers, and they're way smaller. Yeah, there are more bad lists this year than I have ever seen any year. I don't know where they're coming from or how it's happening, but they are. I don't know what they're smoking, but it's not cigars. There was a lot of really good stuff that came out this year, and I didn't really see any of it on any list. I mean, you do see some of it, right? I don't want to be completely unfair to these people. There's some cigars that are getting their props, right? Yeah. But it's weird. Yeah. But that said, if you made one of those lists, you'd still be still be stoked. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm saying this is somebody that's not on anybody's list. So I'm I'm not calling someone's list shit because I'm not on it. I'm not saying someone's list is great because I'm on it. Yeah. Not on any list. So yep. in the end it's all subjective, right? One way or the other, right? It could be because yeah. it's your palate, could be because somebody may have slipped you some advertising revenue could be anything right who knows um but it's all subjective one way or another so there's not going to be an objective list if you think there should be or will be get over it well said or make your own list then we can all shit on that yep okay so here i'll give you an example retro hail (laughs) tyler was coming out with his 10 top 10 cigars that are in my regular rotation. Okay. <laughs> he, put this on, one. he put this on. Yeah. He had like a bunch of different lists. Right. And I think four of the 10 were Patina and Roma craft. And someone made the comment, Oh, how convenient considering where, who you're with right now. Cause he did this list while we were in Nicaragua. And 
the guy actually likes both Patina and Romacraft, so it wasn't a dig against Patina and Romacraft, but it was, it was like, well, yeah, of course you would say that. You know, but somebody's no, scratching your back, right? Yeah, but that's legitimately what he smokes. And that's what he smoked before he really knew anybody, any of you yes. guys either. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. And that's so, one of the fun things about, about the bias, too, right? Like, if I want to be fair to cigar aficionado, I really don't. But if I do, um, the, the cigars that they tend to like, right, those are going to get good ratings. And mm-hmm. surprise, surprise, the ones that get good ratings are going to advertise in their magazine. And yeah. surprise, surprise, the ones that advertise in their magazines are going to look like the ones that win because mm-hmm. they're the ones they like, right? Like, there's, yeah. there's a chicken and egg problem here somewhere. Listen, I don't know how that process works, but it wouldn't shock me if, hey, so-and-so, we've smoked your cigar and we really like it. It has a chance to make top 25 this year. How would you like to advertise in our magazine? Right. Or let's say Cigar Aficionado reviewed a patina, right? Yeah. And they said, man, that's like a 94, right? Just going out on a limb here. They don't really say that for very cigars but let's say they did yeah sure would you would you want to put like some kind of ad in cigar aficionado the next time that says cigar aficionado rated my cigar in 94 probably yeah yeah assuming you got 25 grand laying around sure well sure but like that's if you're that's gonna probably work out okay for you yeah oh yeah well okay so If one of the so here here's like so to give people stories from the road, right? One of the biggest things that like my brand lacks is that type of of rating, and especially when you're a small brand and you haven't established legitimacy or credibility yet in the eyes of like a retailer, that's the quickest way to do it. Is like a rating from. Cigar aficionado. And yeah, to a much, to much, much lesser extent, Half Wheel or Cigar Journal or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that rating or ranking in Cigar Aficionado has a very, it carries a lot of street cred for retail, for brick and mortar retailers. For sure. And that's why it's that. That's why that's such a big deal. It's where all the because, eyeballs. Are. Absolutely. Look, if you look at Warped, okay, got number three on this year's list. Warped generally is not a brand that does well in brick and mortars because of their vitolas, and also the stuff made in Miami and stuff is at a higher price point, right? But they do very, very well online. They have a very, very large online presence, right? Sure. O- online store, too, right? With the drop. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so now you're a brand that gets number three. And you're not in a lot of retail shops across the country. Mm-hmm. What the fuck could be better? Uh, number two or number one, yeah. that's it. <laughs> but nobody would believe that. 
I mean, do they do they believe the number one this year? I'm just asking. I haven't smoked. I don't even remember what was number one. Oh, the is it an aging, aging room? room something. I don't no. know. I have. I don't. I haven't talked to anybody who's had it. No. I yeah, me either. I know one person that smoked an aging room. I've smoked aging room before. I didn't smoke this one. But dude, you're a brand that most retailers have never heard of. Now all of a sudden you walk and you're like, yeah, I got number three in cigar aficionado this year. You did what? Who yeah, are here's you? the money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's the shelf space. Enjoy. Yep. Absolutely. Like I said to you guys last year, I saw it with my own eyes on the road with Foundation when Wise Man Maduro got number three. It's the same thing, man. Retailers are going to carry the top, the top three or five for sure. Top ten, damn good chance. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I walked into a shop and I asked them if they had the number one just out of curiosity and if anybody had smoked it. And they said something along the lines of, we went through like one box of that this year, but we sure just ordered more. Oh, yeah. Because they'll sell the shit out yeah, of them now. Yep. And what people need to understand, man, there's a lot of things that consumers, myself included, that we complain about. Things that we don't like about certain things in the cigar industry. But you guys have to understand that a lot of what these cigar companies do is in reaction to the consumer's behavior. So if you don't fucking like something, stop rewarding it. It's that simple. Yeah. Nobody listening to this is going to be impacted by that at all. No. Because those aren't the people. The people who actually have any idea that this podcast even exists are not going to be the same people getting influenced by these types of magazine ratings. No. Tell your friends. And let's be fair. It's also it's also fun to shit on stuff, right? <laughs> like that's just Ow. it's just more and more of a cultural thing every year. Like, oh, that's, yeah, I, I like Star Wars. Everybody's shitting on it. I don't know if it's good. I haven't seen it. I've become very sensitive about that. I try really not to do that anymore, <laughs> as much as I because I know what that feels like. Um, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I mean, if something is shit, it's shit. But <laughs> I've learned to be able to tell the difference between something that's not for me and something that's actually shit. Yes. Huge. That's distinction. key. Yeah. Huge distinction. If anybody's looking for a New Year's resolution, uh, that may be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's not for me. It's shit. <laughs> Love it. There's a there's a comma in there. <laughs> yeah. Drew with gr- grammatical lessons with Drew. <laughs> Learn the difference. Cal, you had some other stuff on here, but I don't know what yeah. it is. I don't remember what it was. You you were the topic man tonight. You well, you put making lists. Oh, we just talked about the lists. Yep, Sultan's number one baby. Oh yeah, Sul- Sultan's is the number one podcast as voted by. Oh, we were. Sultan's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> What's baby? What? 
Oh, I don't know. The airing of grievances? You have some you have some grievances you want to air? No, no, I just figured it's festivus, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody have any grievances to air? That was your topic. <laughs> I don't really have any. You don't have any grievances. And it would really be inappropriate after that last topic. <laughs> hey, um, stop shitting on stuff, except now. Yeah, well, it ain't the new year yet. Yeah, you get time. <laughs> uh, now, Drew, you said something interesting. You said that the New <laughs> really? Year's resolutioners are already hitting fitness centers across the world. Oh, my God. It's yes. a little early. Yeah. They've just been... Are, are, we, are we warming up for a deep thought here? No. Us, man. I got to find a new gym. <laughs> All right, well, we're not going to call this deep thought. We're just going to call this free flow. So go ahead, man. Tell us why. No, there's just douchebags everywhere. So this is the topic I've been holding on to for a couple of weeks that I freaking wanted Danny on for. It's better fucking be good. It's not. <laughs> 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 it's not. So if we, if you want, we can just end the podcast now. <laughs> no, hit us with it, man. Come on. I'm intrigued. Got a little bit of time. Yeah. So, so Cal actually touched on it this week with his drive. What is up with the driving of people these days? Oh, man. It's fucking terrible. Distractions, bro. But, oh, dude. No, it, it's not all distractions. It's not no all. Way. Constantly people are just driving in the fucking left-hand lane, which I, I get it. Maybe you were distracted. And then I get up behind you, and for the next mile, we do the same speed limit because you won't fucking move over. Then I go to pass you, and you fucking speed up? Yep. Earlier, you were fine with doing 55. I want to do 90 now, and now you want to? Why? Why are we doing this? Dude. I talked to my wife about it, too, and she's, she said the same shit. She sees it. Uh, she drives to Missouri pretty much every week, and she was up uh, kind of close to you, actually. She flew into Chicago last week, Mo. Uh-huh. But uh, same shit up there. Why? What is the deal? Okay, here's what I want you guys to do. The next time that you're driving, or no, not while you're driving because you're paying attention to the road. If you have the opportunity to be a passenger, right, I want you to look at the cars you pass by, and I want you to look at how many people are on their phones while they're driving. Tremendous amount. I I always try to look when I see somebody doing something (laughs) stupid. I try to pass them and go, are they on their phone or not? Oh, yeah. Just to look. The number of people that are sitting there texting and driving or doing something on their phone while they're driving will astound you. Uh, yeah, if it's you, ridiculous. If like, you pay attention to it and start counting. If you see somebody driving kind of weird in front of you, pass them and look and see what they're doing. I guarantee they're you they're on, their, on phone. their phone. Yeah. But why the... why? And I don't know why the number has gone through the roof of this happening, but I want to pass somebody and they ride in the left-hand lane. I try and pass them, and they speed the fuck up. Why? Or, uh, I'm seriously, I don't know. The highway out here is like 75. So Mm -hmm. I try to do like 80. Well, Mm -hmm. they're doing like 60, and then as soon Mm -hmm. as I pass them, they want to ride my ass at 80. And it's like, Because now you're the cop magnet. Why couldn't you be back there? Yeah, you're you're the fullback. I even had a guy the other day. So it's at night. And I, I'm, I'm approaching him. He's got like a mile before I get up on him on his ass. 
I get up behind him, and he he can fucking get over. And instead of getting over, he decides to slam on his brakes. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do people? Why? So just, there's also just this fucking get over. You know that person was on their phone before you pass them, and then they realize that they're driving under the speed limit because they're not paying attention, <laughs> and they want to try to make up for it to make it seem like they weren't doing something stupid. Pro- that's probably sure. yeah. So suddenly we're back to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I will, so, I will fully admit to having a double standard about a certain roadside behavior, uh, where if I'm in the left-hand lane and you're in the left-hand lane and I want to go faster than you, right? Uh, and there's room on the right. You can move over. I will absolutely tailgate you every time. Yes. Um, <laughs> absolutely every time. And then I'll whip around you in the right lane, which I did through all of Indiana. Uh, and everybody flipped me off. It was fantastic. Well, get but the fuck over I'm there, people. A, if I'm ever in a situation where somebody's tailgating me and I can't do anything about it, I will 100% of the time slow down <laughs> and just fuck with that person. a <laughs> boy, cow. I speed up and get over, and then I'll get in behind them. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, there's, it's like a two-lane road, right? And there's somebody in front of you. And somebody starts tailgating you. Oh, then, yeah. I'd... I ain't touching that damn gas pedal. Well, no, you can't do anything with the person in front of you. But if there's somebody right. not in front of you, then you're good to go. Yeah, for sure, right? That, Dude, that's what I'm saying is when you, when you can't do anything about it. I think there's just a numerous amount of assholes out there. Yeah. Well, the biggest <laughs> asshole, and if you are a parent, and you are texting and driving with no, your little geez, kids yeah. in the car, fuck you. Yeah. Truth. You are an absolute piece of dog shit. Yes. Sorry, but you are. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go back and do the last segment one more time? <laughs> <laughs> About what? The one before this. Never mind. Oh, no, that's not shit anybody. That is just pure fact. Yeah. No, I drive very different if my family is in the car versus if I'm in the car. You got to pay attention to that. Oh yeah, dude. I'm I not saying I'll I see that, but I drive different. You'll see, you'll see little babies in the car seat, and they're the mom or the dad or whatever, and mostly mom. I mean, not to be whatever, but that's what I see more of. Like, lady, you spent nine months carrying that kid. What are you doing? You know, I just, it boggles my mind. It's insane. It's little you know, kids. You know who's more likely to survive that crash, right? The Pro- kids. Probably the kid. By a lot. Yeah. Oh. That's what you're trying to do to your kids. Great. And if you're a dad that does that, just give me your man card now. That's some bullshit, dude. <laughs> Well, his his balls are probably already taken and in the wife's purse. So, yeah, that's just that's that's inexcusable. When I see that, I, I there have been a few times where I've had to like like stop myself from saying something. You know, when it comes to kids, man, you just you still mess around about that. The problem with that though is it's not going to matter. No, if, it's not. if they're right. gonna if they're gonna text and drive and put their kids' life in danger, <laughs> you saying something ain't gonna make a damn bit of difference. <laughs> you're you're yeah, probably right. You're you're probably right. But sometimes, man, 
Oh, I what get it. What should be really obvious isn't for whatever reason. And maybe they just need somebody to point that out. Obviously, I would do it in a nice way. I wouldn't be like it. But if you approach it the right way, it's like, hey, man, you know, dude, your kids are in there. What are you doing? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll hit them. I, I don't know. That just seems really weird to me. I think most people are selfish, for one. And then, two, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> You think if somebody had a had a, literally a trunk full of cash, like sitting like $50 million in their trunk, you think they're going to sit there and text and drive? No. They're going to be gripping that steering wheel with both fucking hands, looking every direction, <laughs> driving 20 miles under the speed limit just to make sure they're going to get to where they're going. It's unbelievable. I do that when my cigars are buckled in the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> You put the seatbelt around. Oh it? yeah, that's good, man. I mean, that's, that's safety first. You don't want those flying through the windshield. I agree. <laughs> so, uh, one question for our listeners, then. I'm curious about something, Drew. When you post this, let's throw this up as a question. Yeah. What, what driving behavior pisses you off? Because I'm curious. It's got to be different for different people, right? Yeah. Let's Maybe. hear about it, and then let's talk one more time about it next show. So if the texting and driving with the kids is, like, number one for me, number two would be when I miss a light because somebody is not paying attention. And, like, let's like say you get a green stop. arrow, yeah, right? And everybody in front of them goes, and they're probably texting on their phone or something and not paying attention, and you miss that light. Yes. That fires me up. We're in we're in full swing of the holiday red light runners though. Oh yeah. Where it turns red and like five more cars go through. Yeah. Okay. And then they block up the intersection because there's no more room for them to go. Yep. Man, and then I had that they fuck up everybody else going. Today. Jeez. The the mentality of people is just like, you know what? It's me and all about me and fuck everyone else. Pretty much. As long as I get where I'm going, fuck everyone else. <laughs> Crazy. Really is, well. <sighs> well, for a cigar podcast, we just talked, spent a fair amount of time talking about driving etiquette. Right. I've been holding that in for a month now. Well, hey, that's not. I wanted Danny on here because I bet he's got some good input. Do you Do you feel relieved? No. <laughs> Angered. Now I need to go have a cigar. Yeah, people should should leave the texting to when they're taking a shit like normal human beings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're in there playing games. The best. Oh boy. All right. Is that well, it? Well, boys. Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all those that are doing something. Hopefully see you guys next week. Yes, sir. And, uh, yeah, give Danny shit. Give Danny shit. Ask him for free stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, see you guys. All right, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at the Salt and Smoke 
at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.